A reading from the first book of Kings. Jeroboam left Jerusalem, and the prophet Ahijah, the Shilonite, met him on the road. The two were alone in the area, and the prophet was wearing a new cloak. Ahijah took off his new cloak, tore it into twelve pieces, and said to Jeroboam, Take ten pieces for yourself. The Lord, the God of Israel, says, I will tear away the kingdom from Solomon's grasp and will give you ten of the tribes. One tribe shall remain to him for the sake of David, my servant, and of Jerusalem, the city I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel. Israel went into rebellion against David's house to this day. Verbum Domini. I am the Lord your God, hear my voice. There shall be no strange God among you, nor shall you worship any alien God. I, the Lord, am your God, who led you forth from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God, my, my people heard not my voice, and Israel obeyed me not. So I gave them up to the hardness of their hearts. They walked according to their own counsels. If only my people would hear me, and Israel walk in my ways, quickly would I humble their enemies. Against their foes I would turn my hand. Dominus Fobiscum, Lexio Santi Evangelii Secundum Marcum, Jesus left the district of Tyre and went by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee into the district of the Decapolis. And people brought to him a deaf man who had a speech impediment, and begged him to lay his hand on him. 
he took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting, touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said to him, Ephatha, that is, be opened. And immediately the man's ears were opened. His speech impediment was removed, and he spoke plainly. He ordered them not to tell anyone, but the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. They were exceedingly astonished, and they said, he has done all things well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Verbum Domini. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, if you would come to my house in Pittsburgh, you would find in my dining room, above the table there, a picture of Our Lady of Lourdes and St. Bernadette, old from my grandparents, and a little worse for the wear, you might say, through the years. It's one of those old ones that is painted on metal and a molded frame so that there are nicks out of the frame. And even the picture itself has a dinge in it. And a number of years ago, I decided that I was going to have it reframed. And as I looked at that picture, I said to myself, there were many spiritual battles fought in front of this picture because every night we gathered together and prayed the rosary in front of this beautiful picture. And I said, it should stay just as it is to remind us that through the difficulties in life, God's grace shines through beautifully, never fails us, and especially through the intercession of our Immaculate Mother Mary. She never fails us at all. Many years ago, when I was a seminarian in Rome, I had the great uh, privilege and honor, unworthy as I was, to spend a summer in Lourdes, to spend a summer helping the sick there. A brancardier I was, I was a stretcher bearer. I explained the message of Lourdes to all who would come there. But before I went there that summer, I decided I needed to go before I worked first as a pilgrim. And I remember going to Lourdes by train from Rome, a 24-hour trip, and getting off the train at the top of the hill in Lourdes and walking down through that little town 
and going through the sanctuary gates to kneel before a hole in a rock. People who have no faith would say, well, that's a crazy thing to do, isn't it? Oh, but if you have faith, you know that that spot was hallowed by the presence of the mother of God herself. Because that's exactly how God works. We hear it in today's gospel. This deaf man who had a speech impediment is asking that he would be healed. The people bring him to our Lord and beg him to lay his hands on him. He took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his finger into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and groaned and said, Ephata, that is, be opened. And immediately the man was cured. God uses the things of this world to bring us his own supernatural life. Huh? We know it is the incarnation. God entered the world to bring love and mercy and salvation to us all. Even in this gospel reading, Jesus spits. You can't get more earthy than that, can you? Huh? But it is God's grace, his holiness, coming into the world and sanctifying us by his very presence. That's what happened at Lourdes, isn't it? Our Blessed Lady comes to a grotto that was a no place, really, along the Gave River, and torrents of grace flowed forth from that place. Today, if you go there, you will find every year countless people coming with all kinds of afflictions, physical afflictions, on gurneys, in wheelchairs, and spiritual afflictions, those whose hearts are breaking because of various circumstances in their life, maybe a loss of faith, maybe a loss of hope, maybe hearts that are hardened. But there in that place, that woman works still, bringing the hope and the peace and the mercy that she knows the people need so that their hearts may be warmed with the love of her son. It happened during the time of St. Bernadette's apparitions, didn't it? Go and wash in the fountain, she said. And Bernadette thought she meant the river. But then she said, no, in that spring. And Bernadette began to dig in the earth. And then a spring bubbled up. But we know what Bernadette did, that muddy uh, uh, earth there, she rubbed on her face. We who have been created from the earth, God raises up by taking on our human flesh. Born into this world through that immaculate handmaid of his, our blessed lady. So my dear friends, as we prepare to celebrate the Feast of Our Lady of Lords on Sunday, let's remember how God works, how he works 
through his humility in becoming one of us, in pouring out his grace upon us. And let us never hesitate to bring any petition, any prayer, any need before his Immaculate Mother. For wherever we are, we can be before the Grotto in Lourdes. Whatever our need is, we can count on her to pray for us and to bring us ever closer to her son and to welcome us into the incredible mystery of his passion, death, and resurrection. As we come to the altar today with all of our prayers and our needs, we lay them upon the altar and the simple gifts of bread and wine become God himself, body, blood, soul, and divinity. And that woman welcomes us. The Second Vatican Council told us that in the decree on the church, when it said that she brings us to the Father's love, to her son, and to her son's sacrifice. So you can be sure that as you entered this chapel this morning, standing at the door was that Immaculate Mother of ours and of God, saying, Come to my Son. Praised be Jesus Christ, now and forever. Amen.